Welcome to the inaugural episode of Real Talk with Reese. This is your host, Reese. And today we're going to divulge to our first topic in our first episode. And the first topic of today is lust versus love. Now, I kind of feel like y'all probably feel like this guy's jumping out of the gate. This is a real, you know, extensive, real broad topic. But I feel like, you know, it's an important one. It's something that, um, it's, 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 it's something that I would say is people confuse the two. And people don't, um, for the most part, understand there is a difference. And how the differences play in specific relationships you have with, you know, your significant other or others in your life. Um, you know, first a little bit about me. Um, I'm nobody. You know, really, I'm I'm nobody. I'm a regular person, and I feel like me being a regular person puts me in a position where I can have a realistic conversation, and without the fear of anything to lose. I don't feel I need to be our, be a part of PC culture. I don't feel like I need to be you know running for any type of truce or running from any type of um people or situations that can hurt me in the long run. I'm not a firm believer that I'm going to be myself. And hopefully, me be on being myself and me speaking on my opinions and me, you know, spreading, you know, my wisdom or knowledge, whatever you want to call it, it'll take its its course and it'll become whatever it's going to become. Um, we're gonna have a bunch of different topics on this podcast as we go. Um, for the most part, things will be intertwined; they will make sense. This is the first episode, but you know, hopefully, during the tenth episode, fifteenth episode, twentieth episode things will all start to make a little bit more sense and they'll start to come together. Um, but yeah, like I said before, the first episode today, the number one, the inaugural episode is lust versus love and a question mark of loyalty. And where does that fall into the picture? Now, I guess I'll start off with lust and love and the definitions of what that means. Lust, by definition, is an emotion that's tied to extreme Say extreme, but some type of, you know, sexual attraction to somebody. Love. Obviously, being in love, loving something, loving somebody, being in a loving relationship. Now, through my experiences and my opinions, I kind of feel lust is a strong emotion. And that's just basically what life has taught me in a, you know, a situation where you're in relationships and you're dealing with certain people, you're meeting certain people. And the term loyalty I would say it strays more towards the lust side than the love side. Because the females I've dealt with in my past and in situations I've been in, I felt loyalty has been more um, prevalent in a situation where a female has lust after you versus when a female is in love with you. And y'all probably thinking I'm crazy. I'm just talking nonsense. I'm making this stuff up. But hopefully with a podcast, we can start a dialogue and you can get a bigger understanding of what I'm trying to say or where I'm going with this. And when you first meet somebody, um, you know, you're talking to someone, y'all getting to know each other, you know, you, you she's telling you about you, you tell her about her, you tell her what you want her to know about you, but she's telling you what she wants you to know about her, or he's telling him, he's telling you what you want, or she's telling, whatever the situation is, whatever you identify as, we, we, we like to release, and we like to let, let go of, or let the other person know all the good stuff about us. You know, for the most part, that's what we do. We want to paint ourselves as the best person as possible. Now, as time goes on, we get to know these people. And you get to know them better. And then you start to gain feelings from you, start to gain emotions, whatever the case may be. But the number one feeling, the number one emotion that drew you to that person was an attraction. 
physically. You don't know that person. You just met him. So have you guys first interacted? Have you guys got to know each other? It was a physical situation. Now, physical situations and physical attractions, they can wane. I've been in places where I've, I've, I've met somebody that I thought she was very attractive. I thought she was pretty. thought her body was right. Whatever the case may be. And when she opened her mouth, well, I got to know her better. My physical attraction to her waned. It went away. But let's say you're just one of these lucky people where you've gotten to know her or you just met her and you get to know a little bit about her and your physical attraction towards her starts to rise. I like to, I like to say at that point that that's, it's, a lust, it's a lustful type of attraction. You have lust for that person. It's sexual. You know, you want to you have sex with that person or whatever. You want to take it to that next level. Whatever the situation is, this is what you want to do. At that point, it goes two sides. Yeah, both like each other. You get into Noah. There's a lustful attraction there. I feel like as the man who chases the woman, the duty of the woman is to change his mindset, is to change his perspective. You got the ball in your court. You now have to make this man want more from you. Okay? Now, at the end of the day, if she does it, if she doesn't do it, that lust is going to continue to grow until, of course, the time and place comes where you guys do have sex. And then when you do have sex, of course, they can either grow or it can diminish. But during that time period where you lust after each other, and let's say, for example, you guys have great, amazing sex. There's a gray area now. There's a gray area to where after the sex was had, you guys are now into a real lustful type of situation. Again, you don't love this person yet. You, you, you know them somewhat. You don't have an elongated time spent with them. You're not even probably even dating. You're probably just having fun. You're probably just seeing each other. You don't have a title yet. So that period of time when you guys are in this lustful gray area, what happens? That person, because you put it down and she put it down, you guys are enjoying each other's company. You guys are loving the sex. You guys are loving the time. That person now, at that point, is extremely loyal to you. And they're extremely loyal to you because of how you make them feel on a sexual level, the newness, the attraction. This is my boo. This is whatever you want to call it. This per I gave him some, he put it down, or I I, I had sex for her, it was crazy. Uh, the sex coincided with the physical attractiveness that you had with that person. At this point, I feel as a man, because I can only speak of being as a man, that 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 period, that point in time that you have that woman is the best period. For you, because at this point, when you tell her, I want to see you, she wants to see you. When you tell her, I want this, she's going to give it to you. When you tell her, I need you for, I need your, I, I need your attention for whatever, for whatever reasons are. You want to talk to her about how your day is going at work. You want to talk to her about what you stressed out about. You want to talk to her about sports. You want to talk to her about whatever. Things that she doesn't predominantly care about or the things that she doesn't involve herself in, she's going to pay attention to largely in part because you gave her what she, you gave her, what, you know, you gave her that D and it worked and it was good and it was real. You scratched, you itched scratch and now you have her undivided attention. That gray area, that period, how can you stretch that period? How can you elongate? How can you make that your interaction or your relationship with her? Because you can't say that interaction or that time period stretched out, you can't call it love. 
Because being in love with somebody and being in a relationship with somebody, that's a compromise. That's something different. That's not what that is. That gray area, that 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 time period where you have a woman in lust with you, eventually that's going to wane. Because when you then jump into the relationship, and you then jump into okay, I'm gonna make this this person my girlfriend, I'm gonna make this guy my boyfriend, whatever you whatever you wanna call it, that's only gonna last for so long. Because at that point is she got she got you or you got her. So there's not a heightened sense of you know or excitement. It's not a heightened sense of I gotta keep this person happy because at the end of the day, you got them. You reached the goal. You won. What's the next goal? Oh, the next goal, of course, you have a long term relationship. Society deems that you do that eventually you get engaged, you know, you have children, you get married, whatever 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 way you go, that's the long term goal. But what if you're somebody who doesn't want those long term goals? What if you're somebody who just wants to be with someone? Have a good time and keep your options open. That love, that love time, that love, that love time frame, that 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 love portion, it, it doesn't happen. So how do you keep someone or how do you stretch that lustful time period? How do you make that how do you keep two parties who are lusting after each other and who are you know extremely attracted by each other and they're having a good time? How do you take that good two, three weeks or a month span or if, you know, if you're lucky, two months span, how do you stretch that and elongate it? Because at the end of the day, that person that you're dealing with for those two weeks, those three weeks, that month, that's going to be the most loyal. That's going to be the most caring. That's going to be the most down person that you can ever have in your life because you're controlling that person with physical attraction. You're controlling that person with sex. You're controlling that person with the what if. Once you give that person that what if, once you give that person that title, once you give that person that relationship, they humanly, it's not humanly possible for them to maintain the performance that they've put forth when you guys were in that lustful stage. Maybe, maybe it is for, for some people. I don't know. I haven't experienced it. But my thing is, I'm trying to figure out how do we take that loyalty, that affection, all that that excitement that comes in that stage of lust and apply it to a relationship of love in a long-term situation. Is it possible? Can you? I don't know. Personally, I don't think it's possible. But ask yourself this. Have you ever been in a situation where you had that, that short burst, that concentrated, you know, affectionate, lustful time and it's basically stick packed throughout a whole long term relationship. And if you and if you did have it, what was your skills? What did you set forth? What did you bring to the table? And how did that other person, how did they perform? That you can think that, you know, you the man still and you know, you that chick still and your 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 significant other has, you know, your undivided attention and, and they're involved with you and they're enthralled with you and that cannot be the case. You could just be, you could just be, more or less have a cloud of your judgment throughout the whole ordeal and, and think that it's one wing and it's actually not. Well, and and my and, and to beg a question deeper, when it comes up, because I can't speak for women, I can only ask these questions. As a woman or for a woman, why is it like that? Why are you or why? 
are you guys so enthralled or you guys are, are so dedicated or you guys are, I would say, invested during that time period when a man had sex with you and shortly after, why, how, how, how come it's a situation where the investment and, 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 and the, the attention and the effort that's put forth in that situation, why is it heightened after that? But as weeks and months and days go by after that person makes a declaration of what you guys are, okay, we're dating, we're in a relationship, why does that fall off? Why does that taper off? I mean, I have my opinion. My opinion is that then there's a heightened sense of, you know, with themselves. Okay, I just fucked this guy. I just gave him some. I'm not trying to be out here looking like, you know, some whack joint or looking like somebody who just give their shit up to anyone. I got to turn up. And I got to turn up not because I like this person so much. I got to turn up so I don't look like a fucking clown. I got to turn up because I, I, I don't want to look like a fucking weirdo. Like, I just gave this nigga some ass, and now I'm starting to time, and now I'm starting to see how long it takes this nigga to text back. Now I'm starting to see. Now I'm trying to see why I haven't seen him as much as I've seen him before. Now you become your worst enemy. That guy could be, he could be con- extremely consistent and the same person he was before y'all had sex. But just being a human and not being a robot and doing everything the same exact way, you can see a difference. You know, usually he might text me at 10 o'clock in the morning, but now he's texting me at 11.30. What's going on? Now y'all, y'all, now y'all are battling yourselves. And men see that. Men realize it. And men, just like everybody in, in this world, they, they see it and they deal with it and they, and they react accordingly. 